0: Hello, welcome to the podcast at For All Our Kids. In today's podcast, we're going to talk about a very popular and auspicious festival, that is celebrated all over India. As with most other festivals, there are regional variations, but all these celebrations are centered around the sun. The festival is of course Makar Sankranti. Sankranti marks the migration of the sun from one zodiac sign to the next there are 12 Sankrantis in a year. When the sun transitions to Capricorn or Makara, it is celebrated as Makar Sankranti. As the festival follows the sun, it falls on the same day every year, that is, on the 14th of January. In the leap year, it falls on the 15th of January. According to the Hindu calendar, this is also the beginning of Uttarayana, that is the end of the winter solstice leading to longer days. Makar Sankranti is a harvest festival dedicated to the worship of the sun. India has a year-round growing season, thanks to the monsoons and the warm tropical climate. Makar Sankranti marks the beginning of a new harvest season. Markets are flooded with freshly harvested rice, sugarcane, turmeric, green peas and pumpkins. The days before and after Makar Sankranti are also important. The festival has many names in different parts of the country. In Maharashtra, Andhra Pradesh, Telangana, Madhya Pradesh Karnataka Odisha Goa and Bihar it is celebrated as Makar Sankranti In Assam it is celebrated as Mag Bihu In Tamil Nadu it is known as Thai Pongal In Kerala it is Makarajyoti or Vilak, Uttarayan in Gujarat Kaush Shankaranti in West Bengal and Mag in Punjab and Himachal Pradesh, and Kichari in Uttar Pradesh. Many states celebrate the day before Sankranti as well. Known as Bogi in the south, Lohri in Punjab, the day is marked by cleaning and painting of the homes, decorating the outside with rangoli or kolam, lighting bonfires and dancing. In Tamil Nadu, women and children dance the kummi with a clapping of hands similar to garba in andhra pradesh there is a tradition called bogi pallu puffed rice or rice crispies are mixed with fresh berries coins flowers bengal gram and rice in the evening children five and under sit in the middle of a circle and the adults pour a handful of the bogi pallu on their head in punjab People light bonfires on Lohri. They offer sesame seeds, popcorn, peanuts to the fire. There is also a lot of dancing. Both Bhangra and Giddha are performed. In Assam, the eve of Bihu is celebrated as Urukka. People build a traditional bonfire known as Meiji. What's different is that unlike other states with bonfires, the Assamese don't light it until the morning after. They sing bihu songs accompanied by the dhol, and there is also a community feast. What a wonderful way to bring everyone together, don't you think? On Makar Sankranti, the 14th of January, people bathe in rivers and ponds, offer prayers to the sun, and visit family and friends. As it is a harvest festival, it is no wonder that delicious food is central to the celebration. On this day, newly harvested rice is cooked with milk, ghee, and jaggery to make a sweet kichdi or pongal. Another important sweet is the sesame and jaggery balls. There is an interesting symbolism behind these tilladoos. When people exchange tilladoos, they share the wish that, even as we are different people, let us be bound together. Very important for our country to remember this, don't you think? In Maharashtra, new pots are filled with pieces of sugarcane, wild berries, fresh green gram, and jaggery. These pots are given as tokens to others. It is also a custom to exchange turmeric and vermilion, that is, the red kumkum or sindur, along with tilladoos. Oh, Puranpoli is a must for Makar Sankranti feast. In Gujarat, Makar Sankranti is celebrated as Uttarayan, marked by one of the biggest kite festivals in the world. People make kites at home as well as buy them from the markets. In fact, Ahmedabad has a market dedicated to kites, the Patang Bazaar. Have you ever had undiyu? It is a delicious mix of beans and yam made on this occasion. In Assam, the bonfire is lit in the morning of bihu. Many traditional sports are held on this day. Now let's come to the food. Rice cakes known as pittas are a speciality on this day. Not only are these to eat, they are also offered to the bonfire. In Andhra Pradesh, Makar Sankranti is also called as Pedda Pandaga, meaning the big or grand festival. People take an early morning bath, cook freshly harvested rice, decorate their front yards with rangoli or mugulu, and you'll definitely find pumpkin in the dishes on this day. In Uttar Pradesh and Bihar, the local name is Kichdi. They came straight to the point. Why not? Harvests are all about food. The delicacies are chura or poha, and ritual bathing is very important in these states. If you have a temple dedicated to the sun god, then you know the state is going to celebrate Makar Sankranti on a grand scale. I'm talking about Odisha and the Kunarak Temple, of course. Tamil Nadu celebrates Makar Sankranti as Thaipungal. It is a four-day festival and is the most important festival in the state. The first day is bogi, which we talked about earlier. People clean their homes and get rid of all the waste. It's almost like a spring cleaning. The second day is taipongal. Families cook pongal, a sweet dish made with rice, milk, jaggery, and ghee, outdoors, under the sun. People wear new clothes after a ceremonial bath. They decorate new earthenware pots, tie freshly harvested turmeric plants around the neck of the pot, and cook the pongal in outdoor community gatherings. Traditionally, the pongal has to overflow while cooking, and people cheer loudly saying, Pongalo pongal. Pongal actually does mean to overflow. The symbolism behind this greeting is that our lives should overflow with bounty and happy events. People also make Venpongal, which is a saltier version that is made with rice, lentils, and ghee and is accompanied by pumpkin sambar. If you're out and about in Tamil Nadu, you will see that the markets are filled with sugarcane. Have you ever chewed on one of those pieces? The juice is oh so sweet. But those strands stuck in your teeth can be oh so annoying. The third day is Matupungal, or the day to worship cattle. In agricultural communities, the cows are bathed, decorated, and given food. Some towns host Jallikattu, or bullfighting. This is a highly controversial celebration right now, with animal rights groups opposing the use of animals for sport. The people who support Jallikatti dispute that the animals are mistreated and oppose the restriction of their rights to follow their cultural practices. The fourth and last day is Kanum Pongal. Khanum means to see or visit. On this day, families make several rice dishes and visit each other. If you ever go to Marina Beach in Chennai on Kanampangal, I doubt if you'll find a place to stand it is that crowded on the beach On this day of Makar Sankranti let us thank the sun for the light and warmth the farmer and her cattle for feeding the nation with the bounty from their hard work may we lead fulfilling lives overflowing with happiness Pongalo Pongal Aditya hrudayam punyam sarva shatru bhinasanam jaya bahum akshayam paramam